In-depth journalism in the Memphis community, The Daily Memphian is of Memphis, not just in Memphis, and seeks to tell the stories of this city. TheDailyMemphian.com. Truth in place. Welcome to Destination Delicious. Today I have Kelly English in the studio with me, and we are going to talk about a few things, some things going on with him, and a a tradition that Kelly and I share every year. But first, the St. Jude Thanks and Giving campaign is where you can give thanks for the healthy kids in your life and give to those who are not. While you're out shopping for the holidays, look for the green Thanks and Giving logo at many of your favorite stores and give to help St. Jude kids live. Hello, Kelly. Hello. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me here. Always a pleasure to have you here. Almost Christmas. Almost. So we're going to come back in just a little bit and tell everybody what we do for Christmas every year. I do it. You do it. We do it different ways. We do it together. But we That's right. But we do it together. We and do. we have such fun doing it. We do. First, tell me. So you got some things changing up a little bit over at Second Line. We- and by consequence of that, at Iris too. Yep. So, uh, really excited this week. We're we are um, we're going to put Mr. David Parks over at the second line to uh, to be the, the the head barman over there. You know, I think when I think about what second line was when we opened it, what I always envisioned it to be was this bar that we didn't have at Iris. Mm-hmm. You know, back before the renovation of Iris, there was no bar there. No, there wasn't. There, there was, were there was literally two seats. Two seats right? It was like a it was like a tiny little lobby, yeah. and um, you know we were we were looking at all the different things we can do, and we really feel that I value professionals. I always have. Uh, I feel like I have a very professional staff, from Lauren to to David Parks to our servers to our cooks to myself. Uh, it's something that that I really value, and um, David Parks is is unquestionably one of the most professional people in town when it comes to learning their craft, being a barman. Um, Absolutely. Or a bar person. No, he's, he's and, a great bartender. And, uh, you know, he, he, I think his personality fits Second Line very well. I think that, um, and and like I said, when, when I think about the reason we opened Second Line is I wanted to have a bar that you could go in there and get a little rowdy, um, not break anything, but but well, what, so what happens if you break anything? Uh, you know, well, I mean, what are the consequences of breaking something? We'll, we'll pad your tap, <laughs> you know, <laughs> while you're not looking. Not not really, um, but um, it, you know, it's it's. It's gone through a couple genesis. Look, we're 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 fighting parking problems over there. Yeah, all that stuff. It's, so it's tough. Well, you did. You now you've closed for lunch temporarily because of uh, we, the construction. We, we really didn't no have parking. a choice there. Right. You know, there's nowhere to park um, for lunch. Well, no, you're. Oh, well, wait a minute. Let's let's go back and make sure everybody understands. You're you're closed Monday through Monday through Thursday, Thursday and lunch. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We have complimentary valet parking along with every night, Monday, all the all the nights. So both you, restaurants are open. All the nights. Seven nights a week. Every night. And you've got... Second line is Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning, and Iris is Sunday morning. Okay. Um, Brunch-wise. Brunch-wise. Right. And um, so, yeah, so we're going to put uh, we're gonna put David Parks back over at Second Line, and um, he and I have had a lot of discussions with Lauren. Lauren Culp is our, uh, our director of beverage for our company, 
Um, so they're going to work together on, you know, changing the list up completely of what we do. And I couldn't be more excited about it, to be honest with you. Well, I am too, because I tell you this, I, well, I like both the bars very much. And I think the bar at Iris is beautiful. I love the whole, you know, this, the swamp. We always call mm-hmm. it the swamp sure. where, you, where you go to drain your drink at the swamp. That's right. And, um, but Parks has a big personality, and that's a, that's a kind of a small bar. So I think letting him go over into to second line, where it is a little bit more raucous, I think will be. Uh, I think that's a real good fit for you. And I will be in there because Parks makes a fabulous Sazerac. Well, he's ready to make it for you. Well, I know that. I, I'm ready to drink it. I've had a terrible cold. Uh, it seems like all year long. I bet he can make I, you a hot toddy, too, if I you I bet ask. he could. Yeah. I mean, what exactly is a hot toddy? To me, it's lemon juice, honey, bourbon, and hot water. Well, my, me too. Okay. Some people put tea in it. You ever yeah, heard of that? I, yeah, I have. But what my see, my grandmother used to just give us something in a spoon that I swear I believe was sugar instead of honey. But I think the honey is necessary. I think the honey is what makes it kind of right. coat your throat. Well, they tell you if you drink uh, or if you eat honey from within like fifty miles, it'll get rid of most of the colds you have. Was supposed to keep your allergies down. That, or that's what it was, excuse me. And yeah. I did that for a long did time. It work? I think maybe so. I mean, I you don't never know. know. I don't know. I can't remember. You know, I've been uh, having, I've been putting collagen in my protein, in my shakes every morning for like a year and a half. And because it's supposed to give you great skin and great hair and great nails. And I realized. I don't think I'm seeing any difference. And I just wonder how long, if it hasn't happened in over a year, when do you just say, oh, maybe this isn't working? Speaking of collagen, do you have any thoughts on bone broth? Well, yes, yes, yes. I do have thoughts. Because they're different things. Oh, they totally are. Bone broth is stock. Stock is made from bones and broth is made from meat. That's a fact. Broth bone stock meat. So bone broth doesn't is just a word salad. You think so? Yes. But so why then, if I actually go to buy it, mm-hmm. if I go and I just buy like a, a thing of bone broth, I get ten grams of protein. It's all protein. I get ten grams of protein in um, I think forty calories. I think they've reduced it. No, they haven't reduced. Oh, you mean they've? they've I thought you meant they reduced the protein. I think, I think that they've taken the liquid and reduced it down. That, well, I thought maybe it was because they didn't put any other aromatics in it. Because bone broth is a little flat tasting next to, well, say, stock. I can't speak to the commercialization of this it. Is, but this is all the commercial stuff. Culinarily, definition-wise, bone broth makes no sense. It It is good for you. Now, I won't it, argue that. Yeah. And, you you know, it'll gel up if you've done it right. If you make it at home when you do your – with chicken or with turkey, for instance. Because I – you know, I made this – it's – Thanksgiving is long past. There is no gelatin it, in meat. It's in the bones. It's in the it's, bones. It's, it's in, in the, the joints marrow, and the connective, right. you know, your, right. your ligaments and whatnot. Exactly. Yeah. But if you if you do a good, you take a carcass and you make a broth and then you let it, you put it in the refrigerator and it gets like jelly. Jiggly. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's your good bone we broth both, Everyone in this room if just jiggled. You just jiggled. jiggled. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help but jiggle when someone says jiggle, can you? Or wiggle. No. Or, or walk. Um, so the... Um, so I'm a I'm a proponent of bone broth for sipping on it, and when I Peggy Birch who works here with us brought some when I had a cold the the cold that won't seem to go away, but the little bitty containers from Whole Foods that were like chicken broth with you know ginger and cilantro or some they tasted good, but they had some you know, things added to them. This was a cold a couple of years ago, so then I started making them, but I won't make 
beef um, stock, period, or beef broth. You can't find or, you can't but, find the joints. They, well, you, I think you can get them. Some places say you can get them free. You can't get them free at Charlie's, and I think they cost too much for what they are. You know why they disappear? Why? Because dog food companies will pay more for them than we will to make broths with. Huh. They make a lot of dog food out of that connective tissue. Well, this is, this is, oh, you mean the joints. Okay. You can get shin bones. Well, sure, but there's it. no gelatin They're, in them. Right. And that's what I was going to say. It's just so a bone. I did it's it just once flavor. and I roasted those bones and went through all that had, trouble and then I had nothing. Right. Yeah. So now I have no problem with the product. It's just the marketing. Like, you know what, you know what a, uh, a uh, Chilean sea bass really is? What? It's a Patagonian toothfish. And some guy in an office decided, let's market it as Chilean sea bass. And then we, we're wiping out the species now. Okay, right. we hit. Well, are we wiping out the whole, all the sea bass of all the world, the, or just we're the, the Patagonian, Patagonian toothfish? Fish? Yeah. Well, I didn't know it was overfished. Yeah. But now, if it says Chilean sea bass on a restaurant menu, does it have to be Patagonian sea bass? Or can well, it, now we're getting into a whole like current discussion of, fish, of identification. This confuses me more than anything else, and all I can do is trust my restaurateur. On well, that. I think I think you know. I, I think I, I can't think of a restaurateur in town that I wouldn't trust that I know. Really? No. Nope. Oh, that you know. But I, but, can, I can think of a handful of you guys that I would say I don't know if this is what I'm eating or not. Well, what I will say is, you know. I, personally, I would order fish, and I think I know fish pretty well. But there's no telling if my supplier has snuck in, you know, drum for redfish or this or that. You know, you don't know about that. Okay, well now if it's the drum, like you get in a Louisiana, whitefish, a whitefish out of the Gulf is a whitefish out of the Gulf, kind of. But the drum that you get when you're down in New Orleans mm-hmm. is fantastic tasting. Stuff. Well, it's like ten miles from the Gulf. Well, it's, well, but it's so good. It tastes kind of like. Like you're eating just a fillet of crab. I agree what with that. What could be better than a fillet of crab? I would in the rather whole eat crab. I would rather eat good crab from the Gulf than lobster. I would, every time. Oh, me too. Crab trump. Actually, in a, in a bearnaise over a steak. Well, okay, but now you're you're just painting the lily because really, just I'm king crab too. By the way, because I want the big oh, come on. pieces. Yeah, I am. I am king crab. I'm cold water crab. You know, I'll never understand when I go down to the coast and um, and, the- <laughs> and, the, and they're serving king crab. Like, you, what are you doing? I know. It is ridiculous, it. isn't it? But I've, I'm all about crab. If if I were ever, and I'll ask you this question too, if I were ever to, let's say, like win the lottery, um, so where you have unlimited funds, here's what I would have at my disposal, at my culinary disposal every day. I would have king crab, and caviar. I might not eat them every day, but those would be the two things that I would always have. Let Jennifer them. eat cake. It would be the ca- <laughs> ca- crab, <laughs> crab and caviar. Well, no, I mean, you know, I'll donate the rest of it to the food bank, Natalie. Oh, Don't that is worry so sweet. If it's not ready. <laughs> and some mother of pearl spoons yeah. to make sure they're eating it correctly. <laughs> and some blinis. It's all going to be good. Now, those are just two indulgent foods yeah, that I absolutely love. And maybe it's because they are. They're pricey. And you know, it, let's be real. I mean, I, I can eat it if I want it, but it is something that I think of as a splurge. I would not go eat it every day. If so I won the lottery, I would have food. I would have a brand new pair of socks every day. I used to that say that unwashed. too. White socks. Yep, yes, tube brand socks. new white socks. Oh, well, man. not two, but crew well, socks. Whatever. Yeah. They're yeah. fine. But that, that, that cushion that you get know, from an unwashed sock, my gosh. No, that is something I used to say too. Talk like, about I, luxury. Okay, but what would your food be? Oh man, um, 
This is lottery food now. This just lottery is a, food. Yeah, lottery food. And Natalie, be thinking too, because I'm getting ready to ask you also. I want to. I don't think y'all have given much thought to this. Well, I can, no. no, Natalie has given thought to it. You know, uh, man, one food. It's, I'm picking. No, you can t- I, I pick two. You can take two. I picked two, and I threw in socks also. I would probably hire Jonathan Magianis as my personal chef and just like let him do whatever he wants every day. Well. That's, that's not a good a bad one. Plan. That's not a bad plan at all, but he'd be putting my my crab. Uh, oh, crab see, you still get your crab. Yeah, he would. I know, but anyway, well, if we both win the lottery, we may have to fight over him. I don't know what'll happen. Okay, we'll just have maybe we're sharing. I would also fried. have the pasta salad from Deli on the Square. You do love that. Love it. You know, I had that recipe at some point. I love it. I know I have it somewhere, so I can still find it yeah. and get my hands on it, and it is good. I mm. agree, but. I just can't do the carbs. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm going to have to stick with the crab I, I, and the I've been, I've been keto for 22 days now. So And so you feel okay? I feel great. It, I was I was tired at first, but I'm, I'm great now. I When I say I do keto, I'm not sure that I really, because I really don't do, I think what I do is just really go low carb. When I, you just have to drop a few pounds. I keep, I, I watch my weight carefully. Mm-hmm. I weigh every day. I go out of town. I get back. I'm always, you know, up a few pounds. And so I'll just go way back to just basically no carbs. Up the protein, take down the carbs. But on keto, you're really up in the fat, right? I I, I don't worry about fat at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have under 20 grams of carbs a day. But now, I, I thought keto was an intentional uh well, it's uh, your only, taking more fat. It's only your it's your, so you can only get energy or calories from three places: fat, protein, and right. carbohydrates. So those other two have got to you know kind of skyrocket. So you just don't worry fat about fat. Fat is so good. Well, fat is good. I had, I had a, but they make I, these things. I mean, you know, they tell you how to make fat bombs. So I thought that I don't I don't really call what I do keto because I don't go around you know just taking like pats of butter stuffed with, you know, I mean, steak or something like that. My favorite bite on the planet might be ribeye fat with nothing with it. Okay. That Did that make you gag that, a little bit? No. Didn't it make me gag? The, yeah. the Like the cap just of a the, ribeye? But just the fat. You're talking about just the fat oh, only? Oh, it is so good. A ribeye is my favorite. It's kind th- of beef. there's no clo- it's not nothing is close to me to a, a beef ribeye. Now, have you, do you have you had? I'm sure you've had the cap. But if you, yeah, where you spinalis. But when, they do a thing where you can buy a rolled cap. Have you seen this? Yeah. yeah. Is it any good? Uh, I'm sure it's great. Well, I don't Are know where you can glue? get it. Are these? No, I don't think so. I, I, but I hope not. I don't think you are. I'll see. Mention of it sometimes where it's available at Costco, but then I go and it's not at you know. The I mean, Costco it's the best here. part of of the animal. <clears throat> I think so too. Yeah, I'm it's all, expensive. It is, but if you're going to, I've always said this about beef, or I've said this for years about beef. How often do you cook a steak? Not often. Me either. Uh, uh, non-professionally speaking, right? Not often. Well, then why not eat what you want? I feel you. If it's tenderloin, I want tenderloin. If it's ribeye, I want ribeye. Whatever it is, I'm going to. I'm not going to go buy a cheap piece of of beef. I'm going to buy good beef. Yeah, that's fair. And you know, it's just. But I'm a grown up. I can do. I haven't won the lottery yet. If I won the lottery, I might just have just the time. I might just eat by the ribeye. Eat that tiny little piece of cap and give my dogs the whole other part. You know, of the I steak. I really do love beef. Even through that whole pork movement we had a few years ago, beef has always been my f- my favorite protein. And I miss Mike Lenegar's 
beef. I loved the way his, do you remember Mike Neola farms? Remember that guy? I did. Passed yeah. away a few years ago. That's right. But wow. It's, how, yeah. it's amazing how you forget Eight years something maybe, until, yeah. yeah. He was one of my favorite guys. He was, he was the first local purveyor I used and I loved that man. He was a great man. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break for a second. And when we come back, Kelly and I are going to talk about Christmas. The Destination Delicious podcast is brought to you by FedEx. FedEx delivers more than just packages or pallets. We deliver possibilities. So um, I was in Austin over Thanksgiving and my... I don't even know. My grandson was upstairs. My granddaughter was downstairs with me, and she found uh, something. She turned on a music box or something, and it was Jingle Bells, and I heard Jack from upstairs, oh, no, not Christmas music. And I said, this is why I love this boy. This is just a reason. He's six years old. You're not a Christmas music fan. Oh, no. Yeah, me neither. Me either. No, I'm not. Other than a few things. I mean, I love, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas. I could listen to that year-round. That's Uh, fabulous stuff. I do listen to Christmas. I mean, to uh, John Denver and the Muppets sing Christmas year round. Do you really? I don't know why. Well, I don't either. I love it. Well, <laughs> I love it. It's ridiculous. It's John Denver and what do they sing? All Christmas songs. I mean, do you want me just... to sing some for you? Or? Yes, I do. I do uh, want right. you to sing. Something. They have the, the Christmas is coming, and they sing in round. There it's fantastic. Much singing, come on! The a goose bit more. is getting fat. Please do put the any in the old man's hat. If you haven't got a penny, a head penny will do. If you haven't got a hem penny, then God bless you. And then they go in round. It's fantastic. Thank Yay. you. Thank you. I, I decided not to sing and cook now, instead. Now do it. Um, in the Swedish chef. Work, work, work. Anyway, Christmas is coming, and if only we had already had milk punch, I think you would have been. Uh, I might have been. You could have done the Swedish chef. I might have had me. some, some yeah. hip movement with that, <laughs> with a couple milk punches. I love milk punch. I do too. This is well established. Our. our um, Shared love of the milk punch. So some people drink eggnog. It's not for me. You know what I do for eggnog? What? I buy a half gallon of ice cream and I let it melt. Well, that... It's boiled custard. Just doesn't really sound like eggnog to me, but it sounds better than eggnog, I would say. It's boiled custard. Well, and you know, but people say you can do that with... You. First of all, ice cream is never going to melt in my house. I can just tell you right now, <laughs> that would be a huge waste. We can add Sweet Magnolia um, ice cream to my okay. lottery list there. Fair enough. I do love I do love my ice cream. Um, but the truth is, I probably do have that almost every day. I can make, I just have a few bites. Luckily, I don't have to have a lot of ice cream. This, these I are your non-keto moments. Yes. That, <laughs> this is not going to be happening for the next going into the... <laughs> I did this last year before the holidays. We'll get back on Milk Punch in a second. But last year before the holidays, I started on December 6th for some reason. I, I think it's because I got that was the day I went to the doctor. And I said, oh, wow, I gotta, I've got to drop some weight. And then, you know, I ended up losing like 20 pounds last year. But I did the first 10 pounds came off in like, you know, just a few, like 10 days or something mm-hmm. because I did that low-carb thing. So that's what I'm doing again for the moment. Anyway, Milk Punch is not low carb. Nope. And I am equal opportunity. Uh, milk punch. I like a bourbon milk punch. I like Myers rum and mine. You do. You but, do. but I like your bourbon. I like yours too. Uh, Don't. You yeah. Know. You showed me that I like, I like a rum milk punch. There's brandy. I love brandy. A, like hardcore scotch enthusiasts can drink a scotch milk punch you know have you ever done that because i know we've talked about that. i don't drink scotch i don't either i drink bourbon 
Or what would whiskey. Have, if, okay, if scotch were the only liquor left in the world, I guess <sighs> I would have to. I mean, I'm just saying I wouldn't. I know Natalie's saying no. You would you? Mm, I'm not sure I'd do that. What about you? Well, I'll tell you Scotch that my, when my dad passed the bar exam, he's a lawyer in Louisiana, he and he and his roommate, they bought a case of Scotch and they sat in their apartment and drank Scotch till they liked it because that was what lawyers drink. And I think that's one of my favorite stories about my dad. How long did it take him? Uh, a couple of days. I, think. <laughs> well, yeah. I, think I, I don't know that they killed the so case. So sick of Scotch by that yeah. time, it would have had the opposite <laughs> effect. Now, I, you grew up, that was what, you know, I would sneak because that was what my mother drank was mm-hmm. Scotch. So that was, if you wanted to sneak something from the bar, that was what you pretty much had a choice of. And Grand Marnier, which I still love today. Scotch, nah, not so much. But uh, you do like Grandma or no? Yeah, yeah. Why okay. wouldn't you like that? Yeah. yeah, that's that's just, yeah. you know, sure. But I like but bourbon, I do simple too. syrup, a little bit of cinnamon, cinnamon simple syrup mm-hmm. if you got it around, uh, milk, and then nutmeg on top, and I'm done. Well, I make my – you do yours in a glass. Mm-hmm. You make them per drink. Mm-hmm. I make a big old punch bowl full. So I start with boiled custard from the store. I don't make it myself. Mm-hmm. Now, my late mother-in-law used to make it, and it was better when she made it, but it's just not. I'm not going to do it. I just buy it from the store. So it's about half boiled custard, half whole milk. Then comes the my. It's got to be Myers. If you're not, don't even bother with Ron. We've talked about this. Myers, you are. This is one of the few brand specific things that you have. It is like it's got to be my. That is his own thing. Like if you were going to have a spice rum, just get Captain Morgan's. Yeah, but but it is its own thing. There's nothing else. Do you do cream de cacao in yours too? Do I remember that? Kahlua. Kahlua. That's what I use mine. <clears throat> and the the cream de cacao was uh, clear though. We did talk about that. I think yeah, last year when we made it, yeah. and you had a clear and, and a I brandy we, Alexander. You right? Put it, yeah. Um, no, I use I would put the Meyer Stark rum, and I put Kahlua, and then the Kahlua just gives it doesn't give it a real coffee flavor, but it gives it a richness that if yeah. you don't have it in there, you notice it's missing. You may not notice what's missing, but you know it's missing. And then just top it off with a little bit of. Um, like a pumpkin pie spice. So yep. it's got a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of nutmeg, all that. And then I have an ice ring that I made the night before and just leave it in there. And that's And you get nutrients while you're yes. I mean, you are you are you're 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 getting your body ready for and the I, day. I, and I use fair life whole milk. So <laughs> <laughs> it's more protein. I don't really, but I might. I mean I could. And the boiled custard does have eggs in it. So it this is it's my way of staying healthy over the holidays, Kelly. That's what I'm doing. We only do this on Christmas Day, by the way. You know what? This we is sh- morning punch. We should have one of uh one of your lunch bunches, but just have a, a party, a, a milk punch party one year. Oh, why don't we? Yeah. A milk punch party sounds like fun. Do, oh, we, we'll probably need to have give them something to eat. We'll, we'll do hors d'oeuvres. Well, okay. It'll be fun. We'll pass some milk stuff. Milk punch party. Yeah. With, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm in. Okay. I'm yeah. in too. Cool. That sounds, I'm trying can, to figure can, out how can we, we can fit. we in this year? We, how can we fit two in <laughs> this year? That sounds great. It could be a happy hour. You, it could be a happy hour. You, milk punch any time of the day, the yeah. way I see it. Okay. We'll talk about that, and we will let y'all know about that after we get this figured out. Speaking of Christmas, what do you call those little things from New Orleans, the little candies? They're made with brown sugar and pecans. What do you call them? Well, they are pralines. Thank you. Because anybody who – this goes back to my to my ex – they're all lates except for my ex-husband. So, hey, what if, if, some, if you're married when your mother-in-law dies, then she's your late mother-in-law, even if you get divorced later? 
Yeah, that's that's how it ended. Know, that's but, how it ended. But the, yeah, it's how it ended, right? So yeah. my late mother-in-law. If anybody, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, it's, but it, you, we'll figure it out. But she said, anyone who says praline is just a North Georgia cracker. <laughs> Apparently, that was just a real insult, being from South Georgia. That that's what you know. She would call I, I, I always, when someone says praline, I said you're you're trying to say praline. I mean, I'm from New I Orleans. I know what you mean, yeah. but... Do you like them smooth or sandy? I like mine sandy. What are you? A local would like it sandy as well. Oh, would they? Yeah. Well, that's interesting because I, I make, and I make hundreds of these things every... I've already been put on notice that this year we're back to pralines. I didn't make them last year for some reason. They're the same, because, just a little more stirring. Yeah. They're just not... I don't like them caramelly right. at all, which I don't, I don't want them chewy, but I also like them to have a little bit of that grit to them yeah sandy i i think they taste like sparkles so like like when they're sandy it's like it's it's a sparkle angel sparkles in your mouth it is a sparkle in your mouth yeah like an angel a kiss from an angel that sparkles in your mouth they are the best there's nothing wrong with anything you just said i know there's not i'm not saying i know that (laughs) they're my favorite candy that's my one Milk punch and pralines always, although, like I said, last year I didn't. And I guess maybe if it was because, you know, I was dotting or something. Yeah. My baby, I don't think I would have. It seems unfair that I would have punished my whole family like that. Jennifer's but, keto besides ice cream yeah. and pralines. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, milk and, pun- and milk punches. Milk punch and probably something else. We might find a lot of other things. It's like the vegetarians who, but I eat barbecue. The flexitarians? Yeah. You know, I'm ve- vegetarian except for barbecue. Um yeah. But I do. It's say it's a simple recipe. I mean, it's basically um, like cream. Well, it's cream and it's brown sugar and white sugar, mm-hmm. and then a little bit of butter and vanilla added at the end. And then you beat it, and it says beat until it's glossy. But really, it's already glossy. I just kind of yeah. beat it until I can, you know, get the. Well, you can hear the when it gets. Yeah. Well, you can hear it crunching on the side of the uh, the bowl or in the pot. I do use a candy thermometer. 234 degrees is what I take it to. Yeah. And, and I mean, and I just use the same pot over and over, put do aluminum foil. Do you foils. drop a little bit in water to see? I don't have to have a candy thermometer, but you can do it that way. Yeah, it's softball. Soft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then I decided candy thermometer is the way to go. And now I use, actually, I use an instant read thermometer now. I think okay. starting last year, I did that. Um, and use the same. Well, you're right. I didn't make them last year. So I'm. Either I have it, well, possibly I'm lying. It's possibly I didn't even use it, but I do have an instant read thermometer now, and it's one of those that is like a little, you flip you it like it? a switch, like a switchblade type thing. Okay, it's so cool, and you just stick it like in the turkey. Or do you find yourself like checking temperatures of strange objects just because it's so easy to do it with? It, well, you know, oddly. Kinda, yeah. yeah. Once you I have do. it out, I know. I'm a child when, when, like, I get a little toy. Like, have you ever had one of the, like, okay, what the is thermometer? The yeah, in the like, air. And what is mm-hmm. it? What is it at the air vent? And what is it on the wall? What is it at the outside of the refrigerator? Inside of the refrigerator? It's so fun. Why do we do this? I, I am just, I love how much you and I go on tangents. It is ridiculous. <laughs> these are just, these are things people do. We, everybody out there does this. If they don't, they will now. That's right. They want to do that. That's right. Get your thermometer. So I, anyway, I know I use a candy thermometer. I really do think that I've used that instant thermometer, but I don't feel like I've had it that long. So whatever. I cover the countertops on all over the kitchen with aluminum foil, and then I just you know, stir, pour by spoonfuls. 
I don't put a, I put the pecans that are called for, but, and then, you know, you add a, a little bit more as it gets to the bottom. But honestly, my favorite praline is one that's mostly sugar and just a few pecans. Fair so some people like more pecans. So there's plenty to go around. Here's the thing. You can't make them until right before Christmas, because if you do, if you say, okay, you, I'm going to start. You eat them. Uh-huh. You eat them for like for two weeks and then you're addicted to sugar and to fat because you're just eating heavy cream and butter and sugar. That's and kind of my business plan. Well, I just laid out yeah. my entire business plan. <laughs> I think you need pralines and milk punch. That's what you, when you. Actually, you know, what What I associate with Christmas the most are forgotten cookies. Are you familiar with forgotten mm-hmm. cookies? Well, I think I forgot. It's what, it's, it <laughs> I is. Might have, I might have been. My grandmother used to make these and they're meringue cookies. And what you do is you, you whip them and you add in, um, my mom puts little peppermint shavings in them, but you put chocolate, some vanilla, um, some crushed pecans into your egg whips, egg whites that are whipped with sugar, and you preheat your oven to 350. You lay these things, little balls, out onto a um, onto a, a aluminum foil. You put them in the oven, and you turn it off immediately, and you let them sit overnight. You forget them in the oven. They're the most amazing little. Do things. they turn into those real kind of uh, fudgy, chewy, crunchy? No, they- super crunchy. Re- okay, no, I haven't had those. Airy light. There's. I'll make you some. Make me some. Well, we'll trade pralines or forgotten cookies. Deal. That sounds like a nice deal. The there is a meringue cookie that I've made and I love, but it gets they're chocolate and it gets kind of fudgy. And then I make the torta de meringue, but that's a spring thing for me. Well, this is completely absent of uh, of moisture. Like it's it's it doesn't get. This meringue cookie. The problem I have with most meringue cookies is, is at some point moisture starts to affect them, right? Do you make candy? No. Okay. Like not often. Like divinity. No. Yeah, I've never had much luck with it. I love it, but it's just so uh, temperamental, you know, with the weather that I've I've really never had luck with it. I've I'm, I'm going to make you some forgotten cookies. All right. My grandmother's forgotten cookies. I'm going to get you some pralines. Okay. Deal. And then we'll have an exchange. A, we'll have... A glass of milk punch. This is this is all right. This is shaping up for a good happy hour here. It is. Mm-hmm. We'll have. Uh, it does. It sounds. Mm-hmm. It's all sounding great to me. Sweets and um, sweet drink. Sweet. <laughs> I don't even sweets, sweets and sweets, cookies, candies, and okay. We need a milk. We need a a punch that starts with a C. Cookies, candy. Oh, just cookies, candies, and Christmas punch. We which for um, us is milk punch. We we can let Parks come up with uh, with that if you want. So Christmas is on a Wednesday. Well, I don't think we're going to do it on Christmas. I think no. I'm just saying. <laughs> but we could. We could. Uh, the week before the 16th through the 20th, you tell me when you want to do a happy hour. We'll do it. Okay. I'm pinning you right here in front of well, everybody. Well, I, I can't do it right here in front of no, everybody. No, no. But I'm but saying, I've, world, I'm, you've heard me. You've heard me. I'm saying the 19th. The Thursday, the 19th. Yeah. Thurs- Thursday, the 19th sounds like a good Second day line, for me. Happy hour. Do you like the 17th or the 19th? I like them both. You just you just tell me. Well, I'm we'll telling you the seventeenth or the nineteenth. I'm going to need to look at the calendar. We're going to need to get something together. Right. But yes, we'll do it. Y'all look for it. It'll be fun. Okay, pralines. Are we going to make some pralines? Make or some pralines? Am I just going to make some pralines? Or we'll figure what? that out. Okay. Maybe we'll make. It I'm all not together. pinning you down right now. When are okay. we going to make them? <laughs> uh, we'll make them on the either the sixteenth or the ninth or the eighteenth. <laughs> Well, it's all set in stone now, people. So, okay. Now, we'll let you know. Okay. Okay. 
go see Parks. Yeah. Parks is going to be the second one this this week sometime. Yeah. I'm not, you're, I don't know exactly what day. We're not going to pin anybody down on anything. We're keeping everything kind of fluid here. Then next week, come have Pralines, Forgotten Cookies, and Milk Punch, and we will let you know in my column what date that's going to be. Cool. Thanks, thanks, Kelly. Thanks for having me. You can subscribe to this podcast and others from the Daily Memphian anywhere you get podcasts, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Eat Drink Memphis and keep up with our monthly events at dailymemphian.com slash delicious. For the Destination Delicious podcast, I'm Jennifer Biggs. We deliver olives, Greek sandals, and everything you need to relive that perfect trip to the Mediterranean. But what you really get when FedEx knocks on your door is so much more. FedEx delivery. Memories. What we deliver by delivering. In-depth journalism in the Memphis community, The Daily Memphian is of Memphis, not just in Memphis, and seeks to tell the stories of this city. TheDailyMemphian.com. Truth in place.